Hello, horror fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen, and we welcome you to our weekly podcast, Oh, the Horror. Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe, or follow to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts. You can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to OTH, or email address at OTH at SeriouslyDecent.com. And you can check us out at our uh, website, OhTheHorrorPodcast.com. Sure, why not? Get the giggles. Places. We do a uh, a sound check. We do to make sure everything's working, and, and that uh, that went smooth as always. And then uh, I'll do the start of the recording to get some just dry sound in for right. editing purposes to, to clear that out. And that's about ten seconds. And the noise gates off, so it's just like raw sound coming in on the mic. Dean's hacking away on his antler, two rooms over. Yeah, and uh, we can hear it clear as day. It's registering. It's registering <laughs> on the meters, which is uh, pretty, pretty amazing. The best part is if you go downstairs in our bedroom, which yeah, is it sounds right like underneath somebody's him, moving furniture. You can hear him chewing on his antler. <laughs> is there a beaver up there? Yeah. Yeah. So there goes the giggles. Yeah. 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 He makes us giggle all the time. He sure does. Episode sixty-nine, man. What are we talking about, man? It's the call of the month, man. It's the way down. Oh, that's right, man. Yeah. This is when we lose weight for Jesus, man. Lose weight for Christ. Actually, she's not a big fan of JC. She's just all about God. We're going to get she's into that. She's all about him. <clears throat> We're going to get into that, boy. So if you're not familiar with the way down, high level. Yes. The way down workshop was featured and started by Gwen Shamblin. Correct. And uh, Gwen Shamblin became such a big figure of the Way Down Workshop. It was accepted into many, many churches. Oh, yeah. And we'll get deeper into that. But uh, basically, she went and decided to start her own separate ministry. Yeah, so she speak. started her own church and started her own church and, and the her weight loss program is very much a part of her very church. Part, uh, yes, yeah. Yep. And so uh, let's get into this. Our introduction to this. I want to make one correction. Okay. So we were talking about uh the last episode, we were talking about the HBO Max documentary. Yes. Which we definitely recommend and we said it was called The Way Down the same spelling. So I want to get this correct here. The Way Down Workshop is W-E-I-G-H. As, as in, in weight. weight. Yes. And the that's the Way Down Workshop. Correct. The documentary. The documentary is the Way Down W-A-Y. Yes. Like you're heading down. Yeah. The Way Down. Yeah. So and I just wanted to clarify that. our first introduction to this whole thing. Weird because it's right when we were like, this is the 90s. And like, yeah, and I don't, just to refer to the audience, like, I know a lot of kids want to say, well, I was around in the nineties, not when you were five, like yeah, the nineties, no. she made the rounds on like all the talk, talk shows of the nineties. Mm-hmm. She was on like the well, there's Good a reason, morning America. There's a reason for that too, that and, we dive yeah, into, but and all of that, but I never saw I any of it. I didn't either. I don't remember any of it. No idea. And I was late teens. 
Yeah. In early 90s. Yep. I mean, graduated in 93, so I was eight, right. 17, 18 through mm-hmm. there. So, so this definitely whole, old enough to have been watching TV. Yeah, I mean, these shows should were, have stumbled across it. Yeah, and like TV was different then. You didn't have 8 million streaming yeah, services no, and all that. No. You had cable or not cable. Yes. That was really kind of the, the dome you lived in. And satellite. Yes. That's like we the three ways. Three yeah. ways you could uh you could you could cable maneuver. Cable TV through didn't that. come out as far as we were. Yeah, yeah. But so, no, I don't remember any of the Larry King stuff or uh-uh. the none of Me that neither. crap. Yeah. Um I have one source. Of course. It's uh the way down. Uh W E I G H down dot com. Yeah. It's the her actual site. Yeah. I have uh of course many. <laughs> Many mucho much. <laughs> I started with the wiki, and yep. uh, I have the waydown.com as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have gwenshamblinlara.com. Okay. And the Remnant Fellowship, which is the Her church. church that they started. And then um, I think I got something from the Guardian, too. But we'll just say I did. But, yeah, that's about okay. it. So, so let's dive in. Let's do it, babe. Gwen Shamblin Lara, MSRD, was a registered dietitian with a master's degree in food and nutrition. She was a member of the American Dietetic Association with five years of experience working in health departments and then another five years of experience as an instructor of foods and nutrition at the University of Memphis. When she was in college, Gwen's love for God, her sudden 20-pound weight gain, and her academic knowledge collided. By studying God's perfect design and naturally thin eaters, Gwen was permanently set free from overweight and diets. And to start off quick, she was born in Memphis, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. February 18th, 1955, Yep, in a very, very heavy religious family. Yes. Very heavy religious community background. Um, Uh, A community where... The women were, they were, they were not servants to the men. They were not in leadership positions yeah, they, at all. They in the weren't church, allowed to have you know, leadership it, it positions. It was all, yeah. you know, men were doing all that stuff. So yep. just to kind of preface this mm-hmm. from that standpoint, as you were. Okay. Soon people turned to her for help to lose weight. And in 1992, the year before we graduated, she founded Way Down to teach these principles to those who are desperately seeking to lose weight permanently. This teaching quickly began yielding unprecedented results. I'm going to stop for a second. Yeah. Her website says that these people lose weight permanently. And in the dock, there were at least, what, a half a dozen women who had gone through the workshop, had lost a bunch of weight, and guess what? They put the weight back on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some, then some. Uh, this teaching quickly began yielding the unprecedented results. Participants were not only losing their weight while eating regular foods, but they were using the same Bible-based principles to turn away from other addictions such as smoking or alcohol abuse. So I'm going to stop for a second. Sure. Her whole program, if you will, is just essentially... Portion control. And then when you, yeah. quote unquote, have a craving, you you're, pray. Yeah, you sit down and you pray to God. That's, uh, I, I was glad you stopped because I really wanted to put the premise of the plan like forward. Like, yeah. she actually had a great idea on it. Like, yeah. being a dietitian yep. and stuff, it's like you can't binge eat. Right. You can't overeat. Yep. Because people with a lot, like, 
incredible um, like obesity, mm-hmm. large obesity. And I didn't realize this much until I was working with someone who sat next to me who wasn't massively obese, but mm-hmm. was very overweight, a uh, big guy, struggled with weight all the time. And I just, I remember turning point blank to him and being like, you know, I just don't get it. I don't get the whole, and then he worded it to me this way. He's like, you just can't stop. Yeah. He's like, for example, and he turns to me, he goes, Frank, he goes, when you go out to an Italian restaurant, he says, and you eat your food. He goes, now, granted, he goes, there's some people that are really intent on eating everything on their plate. Right. But like an Italian restaurant's a good example to bring up. And I saw where he was heading. Most of the time, you either don't take home what you didn't eat. Right. Or you take home with it. Yeah. He goes, what do you do with that to-go container after the restaurant? Right. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I look at it as like, that's probably lunch Mm -hmm. tomorrow or dinner or both. Yeah. He goes, see, that's where you and I are different. He goes, I have to eat that that night. So like he'd go home after eating. eat it, yeah. And he would finish it that night. And I just like. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around doing that because, like, leaving an Italian restaurant, yeah. the last thing I want to do is look at food Yeah, before exactly. I go to bed, let alone power down, yeah. like, the More? other half of my plate no. of carbs. And How many times did we go to, like, for example, Massey's, mm-hmm. and we would eat our entree, and yeah. we would always bring home a half. doggy bag of uh, pasta with the, the marinara. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that... I was able to make that into another whole meal Mm -hmm. like a day or two later. Yeah. And then that in and of itself would be a leftover. Yeah. Yeah. So we were getting two and a half meals. Yeah. Out of that one order Mm -hmm. from the Italian place. And the reason I bring this person up as an example, Mm -hmm. because I use quite an inspiration. I watched him lose basically like me. Yeah. In a year. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And the only thing his doctor did, it was because uh, it was something either with his knees or back or maybe both. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point where he's getting surgery and the doctor was going to be like, look, you got two options here. Mm-hmm. You could do surgery or you could drop the weight right. and see how you feel. Right. And he dropped the weight and he didn't have to do the surgery. Right. Now, I don't know what he's done since then. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you keep in touch through like Facebook and right. stuff yes. like that. And I always pray for him. hope he's doing well. Mm-hmm. But the doctor told him, and basically gave the same advice as she did. Right. Just portion control. Yeah. And walk. Yep. But when you have cravings, you have to just deal with them. Right. Yeah. You know, but just eat less. So he just started out by like cutting everything in half. Mm-hmm. And like the to-go thing was like a great example. And what he would do in the beginning is, is he wouldn't even take it home. Right. He just had the restaurant then the throw it away. the temptation's not there. It's totally gone. Yeah. So this is where, (laughs) this is where she integrates God into this. Right. And the praying and the dealing, like at its heart, it's a good thing. Like AA, for example, mm -hmm. that's based on a lot of Christian, like, yes, the guys who founded AA were heavily into God and Christian. It's, it's. A, a lot of those same type of well, things. Well, that's why but, they have that serenity prayer. Yeah, the serenity AA. prayer at yeah. AA. But but the whole uh, thing with her is she just started getting this press. Yes. 
And, uh, and that's where I wanted to know where you were at the story, you know, at your, your notes with this, because there's a reason why the press was happening. It was a collision of kind of two ideas. I don't actually get much. Are you going into remnant soon? Uh, in a little bit. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll hop in once you get into remnant. So over the last 30 years, Way Down has freed thousands from excess weight without dieting or over-exercising. It really Count- worked. Countless people have been set free, not only from the pain of being overweight, but also from eating disorders and other addictions. And I'm going to stop for just a second. Yeah. Because... I think that's a bold statement to say that you're helping people with eating disorders. Maybe, but like Uh, anorexia and bulimia, those are more mental health issues than they are actually having to do with like your uh, food. Those are extreme examples. But those Um, are eating disorders. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, So... I mean, I think, but even that, like people that think they have those things, do they really? Is it a chemical thing or is it? I'm going else? to be so bold. This is where the brain gets foggy. I'm going to be so bold as to say, this program, when not regimented correctly, yeah. can actually lead to eating disorders. Yeah, most mostly anorexia because even when you lose the weight with with this program, she makes you take it again. And she's yeah. like, yeah, you could lose a little more weight or well, you could stand and to that's lose where, a little like, more we'll weight. We'll get into that more because yeah. it's the cult part of it. But She was eventually coined by the media as the pioneer of faith-based weight loss. And after Gwen's success, many faith-based programs have copied, but neither Gwen nor Way Down success has ever been duplicated. Gwen was personally involved in all aspects of development of Way Down. After negotiating with agents and printing companies, Gwen eventually founded her own publishing company, Remnant Publishing, which has produced thousands of copies of books, workbooks, audios, and videos. Gwen was named Christian Business Leader of the Year at Lipscomb University in 1998, saying Lipscomb University has chosen Gwen Shamblin, founder and chief executive officer of Franklin-based Way Down Workshop, Inc., as Christian Business Leader of the Year for 1998, calling Shamblin a, quote, remarkable lady, Lipscomb uh, President Stephen F. Flatt said choosing her for the honor was based on three criteria, quote, first, her life exemplifies a dedicated and consistent walk with Christ. Second, her business, The Way Down Workshop, is more ministry than industry. And third, the phenomenal success of The Way Down Workshop is attributable to the direct blessing of God and Gwen's prudent stewardship of the abilities and talents he has given her, Flat said. In addition to managing the international spread of Way Down, Gwen established several other businesses. She founded... Exodus Industries. It's a successful construction company in the Nashville, Tennessee area, which employs dozens of people who work in all areas of construction, contracting, design, and renovation. Gwen was personally involved in all aspects of this business, and Gwen also had a real estate business and assisted dozens of others to start their own successful uh, business. Feeling led by God, Gwen founded the Remnant Fellowship Church in 1999 which has spread internationally with over 100 locations across the globe. 
Gwen was actively involved in all church activities and founded over 50 service ministries to help the members, including ministries, devoted to moving, construction, food, clothing, career, education, events, weddings, and so much more. Gwen assisted in counseling thousands of people a year to help with everything from marriage to finances to parenting and career help. Hard stop for a second. Yeah. You have a degree a degree yeah. in food science and nutrition. Mm-hmm. What gives you the right to be able to counsel people in marriage, yeah. finances, parenting, well, careers? Here, here's where it glitches, and this is where I was going to hop in once Remnant starts. Cause, yes. So here's what happens when someone believes that God is channeling right through them. Yes. God has chosen them. Chosen them to do X, Y, Z. Yes, correct. So now what you have is you had this this woman who was going to church at another place. Yes. And she comes up with this way down idea. Yes. Way down workshop. And on the face of it, great idea. Yeah. It's not hurting anybody. No. Yes. It really isn't. And other churches look into it and say, hey, this is working. Yep. Maybe we'll, we'll yeah, do this too. Yeah, let's give it too. a shot. We'll do your workshop. Yeah. So then there's this crossroads that she had where, and she said it on interviews and all over that God is speaking to her yes. directly and that she's chosen to to do this and this. And, right. And, you know, those are good conversations to have with yourself and God, but having it around everyone else, yes. that's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So now she says, well, here's her problem. She's got this workshop that's exploding. Right. Yes. Which I'll get into that a little later, too, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of that was self-promotion. Yeah. Oh, to a certain degree, because during at the same time of that, when that was getting up and she's getting the national coverage, she was moving over to the remnant as well and creates this remnant church because there's a leadership problem being a female in the church she's in. Yes. Because in the church and in the church she, she was, was in, she evangelical. Was not allowed, let's just say yeah, it for what it is. She was you know, not allowed to. It was an evangelical lead. church mm-hmm. that she was around the evangelical community, and she couldn't grow. We'll say spiritually, like her male counterparts. Right. There was a ceiling there. Yes. So she says, "Okay, you know what? I've got this huge following. Yeah. I'm going to start my own thing over yeah. here. Start my own church. And everybody's like, "Okay, that's fine. Yeah." But where she screwed up was the Trinity. Yes. And the Way Down documentary glazes right over that. Yeah. Because they just talk about the victims. But they really needed to hammer on that trilogy a little more. Yeah. That's or not what, tril- Trinity. Yeah. Because that's the what Trinity is her. what isolated her from all the other churches. And it's actually what pissed off a lot of churches to the point where they wouldn't host her. They wouldn't host her workshops anymore. And that's why she came out with the remnant. Right. So the reason she was doing all of those Larry King spots, all that other stuff was to drum remnant. Yeah. Not as much the the way down anymore. The way down's working, but she's got to keep the God thing going. Yes. Because she's channeled through God. Yes. And, you know, or God's channeled through her. That's mm-hmm. a cult term. Yes. You know, if if you're channeled through God, you're going through God. It's a light. It's a real. It's a it's a mismatch of words. But saying God's coming out of you. Yeah. 
out loud like that and just saying it on, on a level, now you're suddenly an expert, like you said, on marriage, Yes. all this other yeah. stuff. So now she creates remnant. She's got all this money flowing in mm-hmm. and most of it is flowing in from the members of the church, yeah. not the books. And the whole reason she started these other organizations, Exodus, mm-hmm. the real estate and the other it's companies to keep you in. was to keep everyone within remnant dependent on remnant so but, like you didn't have to go outside yeah. for your electrician oh remnant no had daycare electricians haircuts yeah. dentistry everything doctors everything all self-contained and this is where like the commune idea yes. comes into play and everybody says wouldn't it be great if we just had this area mm-hmm. where we could take care of ourselves and all that and it's like it's cool on the surface of it and this right. is where I I love this statement. The road to hell is built is with paid best with good in, intentions. Intentions, yes. Because I honestly look at this as I think she had all the best intentions in the world to start. I think so too. To yes. start, I I I will say this I, much ab- above everyone else that'll slam the living crap out of her. Mm-hmm. I think she had the best intentions. I think she said, you know what, I'm going to start this church. Yep. It's going to be a different way of going about it. But then the problem was, is the church wasn't the face. Gwen was the face. Gwen was the face, correct. And then that's where it starts morphing into this cultish ideology. Yeah, the problem was, is now she finally has this leadership role mm -hmm. and she got drunk with power. Well, yeah, and and we're going to discuss all these ways that she got drunk with it, but like the whole bit of creating this little community mm-hmm. in the construction mm-hmm. companies and yeah. the, you know, this and that, it all sounded great because a member could come in and it's like, wow, this isn't just a church. This yeah. is a whole existence. This and is like people really taking care of each it, other. And, and now you have this, this beautiful opportunity mm-hmm. and you have people doing these wonderful things, but on the flip side of the coin, you're in this closed society that's shut out from everyone. Yeah. And now what you have is just this undue influence that people don't notice is going on until they're way in deep with it. And And even the people in the documentary were saying when they first became associated with Way Down and Remnant Fellowship that that was some of the best times of their life. Well, yeah, because you're working in yeah. this great thing. And but then like, it takes that turn. Well, it takes that turn when you start disagreeing what's going on. Or yeah, you're you seeing weren't things. allowed to disagree with Gwen. Well, no, because that screws up the whole thing. Yeah. So now, like, what people have to understand, because this is where Christianity gets a bad shake. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of great churches out there. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And there's some bad churches out there. And there's a ton of them. Right. And where you really want to slice the pie right down the middle, a leader should exist to serve the members. Yes. Instead of the members there to serve the leaders. Yes. So what you have at Remnant was this money flow Mm -hmm. that was going from the members all the way up to leadership. Yes. And then leadership felt where everything should go. Yes. You couldn't just come right up and say, well, this, that, or the other. And, and, and the problem was, is even the money, like it wasn't just a thing that you gave to them. They would get it out of you one way or another. Right, yes. So like the workshop programs, you would have the book. 
you know, you'd have to, you'd get yeah. the DVD and sometimes they'd offer the DVD for free or whatever, right. but you can't do the workshop without the journal book. Right. And the yeah. journal book is what you yeah, got to pay It's for. like a whole thing. Like yeah. you have to pay for the workshop and then you have to pay for your source material within the workshop. And it should be noted that all of these things are trademarked and published by Gwen. So she's. Oh yeah. She's getting. This isn't, this is like outside of the church. And that 100% benefits her. But in order to be a member of the church, like, you have to do these workshops. Yeah. It's it's mandatory. It's not even no, a and this is And this is where all the little things were starting to fall into place with the breakdown of it. For example, like you said, all the trademark stuff of the materials for the yeah. way down, it wasn't to Remnant Fellowship. No, it was It was Gwen. to Gwen directly. Yes, so Gwen's getting all this money. Gwen's living in this massive lifestyle. Oh, yeah. She's got, you know, all of this massive stuff. And this is my problem with the evangelical religion. Like the evangelicals do this more than anybody. Mm -hmm. They're the ones driving around these fancy cars. They're in these they fancy got a huge suits. Mansion. They got these huge mansions yep. and all that stuff. And that's my problem with evangelical, like, oh, yeah. The temptation. They got the is, private jet or their yeah the temptation is yeah. there way too much mm -hmm. for a position that's supposed to be the example of giving correct they correct. should be the most humble person they in that building be. they should be giving to those who are less fortunate which is yeah. the whole point and purpose of jesus's message yeah the way they're living is in complete contrast oh, yeah. to what it is they're preaching. No, and it's typical evangelical. It's like, do as I say, don't do as I do. Oh yeah, no. And you can't question it. No. And you're so not now allowed. here's the deal. You're a member. Mm -hmm. You've gone in. You've lost weight. It's changed your life. Yeah. And you're in this organization. I can't say congregation because it's an organization. Mm -hmm. And you have this uh everybody you know is from Remnant Fellowship. Right. Everybody you talk to is from Remnant Fellowship. Right. The person who does your hair from Remnant Fellowship. If you want to go The babysitter who babysits your kids or the daycare that you take them to, they go to Remnant Fellowship. You need your tires changed on your car. You go to Remnant You go to the garage yeah. at Exodus, which is run by Remnant Fellowship. Right. If you want to go to your sister's wedding- Oh, you have to get approval. You have to get a, from Remnant Fellowship, and that's what I'm building up to, to. be able to go. It's that, like, what the fuck? That's what I'm building up to. Is yeah. you're you're at this this you're in this group, and now in order to get out of the group, you need approval. Yes, and that's where they get you. You know, now you start sitting that's there. That's not even to get out of the group. That's just, just to be visit. able to, to, go to, to go, a go wedding. to a wedding. To go to a wedding or an anniversary or. They were also saying in the doc, like, if you wanted to open a, a Facebook page yeah. or anything like that, yeah. that also had to go through the group. Yeah. It's like, um. Yeah. Did it occur to anyone? No, and this is, this is where. I'll probably get a rash of shit for this, but I don't fucking care at this point. Working at the grocery store, mm -hmm. there's a, I, there was just this thing. Now I've been there for four or five months and I'm moving on to something else in a week, yeah. but there's a behavior there that just blew my mind that I never knew existed before. Mm -hmm. So when you work in a register, you get the bathrooms behind you mm -hmm. and it's a hallway that goes down to there. So what people do is they'll leave their carts there because they're either shopping or whatever. Right. 
Or they're done shopping. Right. And they're like, I'll go to the bathroom quick before I go home. Or I mm-hmm. ha- just have to yes. go to the bathroom. What I found amazing was all the guys would just put their stuff down at the counter or whatever, go to the bathroom, come back. Yeah. The ladies, 90% of them ask for permission. Can I leave my cart here? I'm just going over to the bathroom. Is that okay? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, no, that's fine. But then like day after day, week after week, month after month, you see this trend. And then, you know me, I just start keeping track of that stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and then I, and then I start seeing it in other places. It's, it's a thing that separates men from women in a huge way. And it's that seeking of approval. Yes. Or just the seeking of, yeah, just approval. Mm Because if I said no. She wouldn't have done it. She wouldn't have done it. She would have been like, oh, well, why? Or it would have been, why not? And I and, and I could come up with any bullshit answer I want. Yeah. Be like, no, you have to be done, finish, shop, and you have to pay for everything. Well, so-and-so doesn't do that for me. Well, it's a new rule. And I could have created this whole narrative. Yes. It's completely false, but they would have played along with it, like yeah. back and forth, instead of just saying, fuck you, I got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Some will say it's being nice, but like till you create that bit. And that's where... Like Gwen just nailed it with this. It has this program that seeks approval. Yes. It surrounds weight, which women are just obsessed about Mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. And they can blame men for all they want about weight. But at the end of the day, it's looking in the mirror and themselves. Because guys just, I'm going to put a newsflash out. Guys don't fucking care. (laughs) Real men don't care. If you're with somebody who cares about that, that's not a real man. Right. That's newsflash, mm-hmm. trigger, trigger alarm. But now you have this whole group and then there's this seeking of approval to go and do things. And you're still that feeling a part of something. I could see how people would get sucked into this mm-hmm. for people that seek approval yes. and all that stuff. This is a recipe for disaster for somebody. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, the money channeling out and all that. And then you see things and you got to turn your head aside. And this was how... You know, the Remnant Fellowship completely comes out, especially after the HBO Max thing and right. and says it's the, the beating of children, the yeah. disciplining of children. Yeah. And Remnant Fellowship will disagree with this, but the documentary is pretty conclusive on evidence. Well, and, there's a detective that says they have every... Well, no, Remnant has their own detective, too, that says, you know, there's nothing there. Yeah. This is the, the bullshit of it, but... Yeah, but I mean... This was the detective that served the warrant, went into a room where they have the recordings of every conversation. And then for Gwen, when played the tape, oh, I didn't say that. That that has to have been altered. It has to have been altered. Yeah. Really? Well, no. And and again, that's where when you're in this community that's yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. You can get away with that talk in your community. Right, but outside yeah. of your little reality bubble, and it, it, it was doesn't funny fucking work because after a certain point, when she started doing the interviews, yeah. like they would start asking her questions. This is like when I think the rest of the world was like, I don't know if this is really a church. Like this, I think this is something else. Like leaning very heavily toward cult, and when they start calling her to task, yeah, in things. You know, she was 100% seeing shit that was getting her in trouble. 
in one of the interviews, I think it was a it was a faith based uh, program she was on. She is sitting there talking to the to the reporter, mm-hmm. going, "Well, when people were confined and their food was restricted, every single one of them lost weight." And he's like, "Are you?" Are she you, made a comparison of concentration to the concentration camps, camps and the yeah. guys like. And she was, and she was starting to defend herself and her person. The handler was like, like, we're done. Nope. We're done here. And pulled her away. Like she, she didn't even realize just how bad that truly was. No. And this is where, like I said, like you can create a world for yourself that you live Mm -hmm. in and you're happy in. Yeah. And like I said, I think all this had the best intentions. And then the problem was, is she had no reality around her. Right. And this happens a lot with famous people, you know, mm-hmm. celebrities, yeah. you know, they have this weird reality that they live in that no one else lives in. Mm-hmm. And she, she created this out, right. out of success of this way down workshop. Yes. To take her first husband and her second husband as a well, let's example. Just do her, her, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So the big thing in way down and the whole reason why she does this marriage counseling is because divorce is not allowed by God. Yeah. However, when herself was able to get a divorce from her husband, uh, who is yeah. who was with her, so again, when preface, she started all of this to put a preface to all that, there. So when she was in the original church before Remnant, she was with her first husband, very religious couple. She was very outgoing. He was not so outgoing. Yeah, but, but he was a big person in the religious community of that church, that evangelical church mm-hmm. and very well respected. And he was very intent on the scripture. Right. You know, very hard line. So then when she comes out with Remnant and does this whole path, there's a point where he's just not being involved anymore. Right. Yeah. Cause like he's in the n- earlier, yep. like public stuff, you could see the two of them together at this event, yep. that yep. event, this event, And again, this was the whole thing where she knocked the Trinity down. So basically with the Trinity, you have God, you have Jesus Christ, and you have the Holy Spirit. Right. And all of that, basically in the Catholic sense, like all that is in one, and it's a mystery. Right. It's a mystery on how all three are one. Mm -hmm. You're not really meant to fully understand it. You can conceive it, you can grasp it from time to time, but... So what she just said was, well, the Holy Spirit, that's just out. Yeah. We're going to take that out. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, and then she started adding like real people in, like, you know, to get to Jesus and to God, part of this Trinity is to basically, you start here at the church, then you're with your spouse and you're this and that and lifting up. And it all all points up to her. Yeah. So like she included herself in the Trinity, basically. There's God. Jesus and Gwen Shapley. She had um, a flow chart of how you get to God. Mm-hmm. And toward the very top, she put Jesus Christ. I, I'm i still not confident that she even believed in him being up there, but she had to put him there. And then she yeah. did all of the the people of um authority her leadership leadership. and yeah yeah, and she had like police officers your boss your your spouse your partner and your teachers like she went through but she was above all of it all of that you know and that's and that's 
when everybody was backing off, including her first husband. Mm -hmm. And that's where they even showed like this publicity deal and all that. He wouldn't be involved in pictures. He wouldn't be involved in these affairs. None of it. He just kind of slowly withered out. Yeah. Now the problem was. He was also a little heavier. No. And that was the other deal too that I was going to put is you're running a, a, a reduction weight. Weight loss program, yeah, program, and, and your, and your husband overweight is yeah. still overweight. Yes, and yep. and that's an image problem. So, of course, she's in remnant at this time. Remnant's up and going, yep. and she's telling everybody, you know, you can't divorce. You nope. can't. You got to be in it to win it. Yep. You got a hardline evangelical. You got to be, but yeah, it was okay for her. Yep. And then, and even worse, this guy that she hooked up with. You know, now you're looking, you know, the whole congregation is looking at like, what's this all about? Because this guy, he has, and this is where I give the way down documentaries props. They drug up everything on this guy. They had friends of him and stuff, but this guy never held a job. No, he was. He uh, was a good looking guy. That was the only thing that he had going for him. And he would mooch off from woman to woman to woman. He was trying to be uh, an actor. Mm -hmm. And then he was uh, trying to work on his uh, country Country music music career. No, But he was a gigolo. Yeah. All he did was blow through. Yep. Every Classic, woman, good-looking yep. male gigolo, yep. and he hit the jackpot with Gwen. Yeah, because Gwen had all this money, oh, had yeah. all this ability, oh, yeah. had all of this stuff. Yep, and and he was perfect for her because it was just this, you know, he wasn't overweight. No, and he was a ham for the camera. Yeah, would show up at any publicity stunt yeah. or whatever. So they were perfect for each other. And in that I regard. will say that when she got with him, her hair got higher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, every year it did. Yeah, yeah. it was her, whoever was doing her hair and remnant up, fellowship. Boy. I really think that was their like, fuck you to her. Uh, like I, they wanted something or they needed something and she said no. So they're like, all right, here, ridiculous hair. But the church, <laughs> the church at this point starts falling apart. And the reason it's falling apart is because. You know, you get some people that started off right away. Well, all right, you can get divorced, but I can't. What the fuck? And in the dock, there was a woman there who legit had reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. She should have been allowed to get a divorce. Oh, yeah. No. And and the thing was, is I mean, the guy was a nice guy. That Mm -hmm. was the whole thing. The first husband, he was a nice guy. It's not like he beat her. Oh, yeah. Not like any of this stuff. It just. Yeah. Yeah. Father of her children. So if you're, yeah, if you're a, uh, a person in the, in the community. Mm-hmm. in the congregation and you're getting beat up by your husband and you got Gwen in leadership saying, no, you gotta, you gotta stick with this. Yeah. You gotta go. It's like, well, you didn't. Yeah. But you can't say that. No, you, you can't. Know, you can't say that. And this is again, this is where it all smashes together. You got this closed society. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is now you've got say five, six, seven, ten years plus of your life involved in this. It's your world. It's mm-hmm. your everything. And for you to leave, you can't just leave Gwen you can't just leave the church. You got to leave all, all of it. it. You yep. got to leave your friends. Yep. And if you have kids, your kids are got to leave their friends. Yep. And the tough part is, is if you mention that, even just thinking about it, your friend could rat you out to the yep. group and it, life makes worse for you. A lot this of This is it when you're rem- in a cult. Reminded me of Scientology. Oh, it's Scientology. It's yeah. It's uh, Nexium. Yep. Same it's all thing. Of them. Heaven's Gate was different. 
in that regard. That's where I thought Heaven's Gate, I kind of had a little bit of respect for them. They were like, look, if you're not into us, it's not into us. Yeah, it's not your thing. But you couldn't keep in touch with them. That was the tough part of it. Mm -hmm. You lose everything. Yeah. That's the tough part of this whole org chart. Yeah. So now, like, if you remember with that, now the um, disciplining of children, and they would recommend beating with glue sticks. Yep. And if you disagree with that, you disagreeing with the church, disagreeing with Gwen. Yep. Now, here was another problem that the church had, is if you were a female and you wanted to bust up into leadership, it was all men. Yeah. It was Gwen. Yeah. And then she six, started seven her dudes. Own, her whole church because yeah. women couldn't be in leadership roles within the church. Yeah. And then she turns around and does the exact, exact same, thing, same thing. But she's allowed to be the, yeah. the pastor and, of the church. You know, you had to be in physically good shape. Yeah. You couldn't be overweight because nope. that just goes against the grind of the whole deal. And this is where, like I said, you have the idea of a great weight loss program, which I'm not going to deny her on that. She had a successful weight loss program. Yeah. But then the problem is, is she merged it with God. Yes. And created this church. And then it just got all wackadoo from there. Yeah. And and that's where the documentary is sad because like the, the parents with the daughter. Yeah. Uh, and they lost her to the church, right. to a guy yeah. that was a member there. And basically in short, what was taking place was they just found that she was being instructed by this guy on what to say to her parents. Oh yeah. What to do. They gave her, burner they gave phones. her burner phones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, you really, it's nefarious, terrible shit. Coached her on what doing. to say to Coaching her, her on what to say mm-hmm. to the parents and all that. Oh yeah. And that's where, you know, y- you have to take a step back and, and say, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And this is stuff you currently have today, like with the school system and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For the first time, parents are hearing that their kids are being coached by teachers. All right, we're going to tell you this, but don't tell your parents. Yeah. And the parents are like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. this is the state telling kids what to do and and not tell their parents. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. It's the same thing as this church doing it. There's yeah. no difference. No no difference at all. It's the same thing. You're starting to be part of an organization that is cultish. And, you know, this whole thing with, uh, you know, Remnant will come out and say, oh, 40% of the program's free, doesn't charge yeah. anything. And it's like, well, yeah, that math adds up. You get people like, to, we'll give you the DVD or we'll give you the book, but, you know, it works so much better if you have the journal. Yes. Buy the journal yeah. and all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, again, the community offering full services to the members and the members offer these services, achieving basically what feels like self-sufficiency in the group. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're on your own, but working together, leaving the group doesn't mean you leave the church. We talked about it before. You lose the entire community. And the problem with Remnant was your proof of purity was your weight, ultimately. Yeah. That was your proof of purity. Yep. It wasn't how much you gave to the community. Mm-mm. It wasn't at the end of the day. It wasn't, it wasn't your good works. Your it good was... works. It wasn't, you know, you helping this child nope. out learning math or something like that. No. Nope. It was your weight. Mm-hmm. And you're you're never alone. No. You're never, you need permission to do anything, which is what you talked about yep. before. And what started to happen as a result of this was that there was many overdoses with kids. Yeah. Kids were ODing. 
And this is the problem when you have a closed social structure that forces, it forces that environment. Yes. You don't have a close friend to talk your problems or questions to. No. Because there's no inherent trust like that. No. You know, and, and closed social structures will do this. And, and when you can't talk about your problems or even just not problems, just questions. Yes. Because questions can manifest into problems. Mm-hmm. You know, your brain's a crazy thing. It can manifest whatever the hell it wants. Right, yeah. Given the right circumstances. And when you have no one to talk to about this stuff, this is what leads to internalizing and substance abuse. Yes. This is my problem. Being a reformed person of depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, and mm-hmm. substance abuse, this is the problem I have with people saying it's a disease. Because I call bullshit on about 80% of it. Mm-hmm. I think the reason you're drinking, the reason you're stressed out is because you have no one to fucking talk to. Yes. You have no one to communicate with. You've got no outlet. It has nothing to do with chemical imbalances. None of that. That's what creates the chemical imbalance. Right. Like, I I don't think people give their brains enough credit. No. They just, oh, I got a chemical imbalance. It's like, all right, why is it imbalanced? Let's ask the real question that nobody wants to talk about. And that's how it helped with me because I used to say that same thing. It's like, oh, I'm imbalanced. I'm imbalanced. And then, you know, as I started going to therapy and talking with a counselor and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the counselors will even say, well, no, you can work that imbalance around. You can, you know, your brain is amazing. Yeah. Your brain is incredible. It can do all of these insane things, but you've got to carry the weight to get there. Right. You've yeah. got to do the reps. Yeah. You got to do, do the work. You got to do the reps and you got to do the miles. Yeah. And and this is what gets me with substance abuse and stuff like that and anxiety and depression, which all these kids have these issues because they don't have no one to talk to. No. They have no one to sit there and just say, you know what? I'm so stressed out about my student loans. Mm-hmm. And they're around everybody that just says, well, you got to suck it up. Yeah. And it's like, in the end, that is the best advice. Yes. But some people, you need to just say, yeah, look, man, it really does suck. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. But, and then go through the lessons to be learned. Did you really make a good economic decision? Right. Most of the time, no. You didn't make a good economic decision. Right. You didn't sit there and say, okay, if I spend all this money on college, by the time I get out, am I even going to be able to pay this off? Right. With the job yes. they're quote unquote supposedly promising. Promising you. Yes. You know, which and, should be noted. No. Uh, and, and hardly comes to yeah. fruition. And and that's where, again, like they don't have people to talk to. No. And so you stress on this yeah. and it manifests and you get depressed and you get full of anxiety. Now you've got all this energy that's just exploding out of you and you don't know how to handle it. So what do you do? You have a glass of wine. You have yeah. some booze or, mm-hmm. you know, you smoke some weed, you know, right. and then that goes till you build a tolerance of it and you still then got you this shit going. Else. So now you need something else. Yep. It's the same fucking thing all across the board. And there's a lot, there's all sorts of levels of undue influence mm-hmm. with these groups. And not every case of undue influence is just straight up brainwashing. Right. Mao Zedong with the uh, documentary there, he had a great example of it. His definition of Mao, you know, Mao's definition, you convince people that they are sick. Right. And that you're not going to make it in this world. Mm-hmm. That's the first step yep. to undue influence. Mm-hmm. And you look back now at things that have happened in life 
this is synonymous with a lot of things. Convince people they're sick and that they're not going to make it in this world. Then the second step is, is you convince them that they need to be helped. Right. That they can't do this on their own. Yes. And then if you apply that in a group setting where people work, uh, you know, you basically, you apply it on a, a group setting where people work on this to see the light. You've got all the recipes of undue influence. Yeah. Right there. It's incredible these things get up to this point. Mm-hmm. And I would bet that if you were to check a ton of evangelical churches, they're the same as this. Yeah. I'm not saying they're all bad, but if your priest or preacher is driving a Cadillac, yeah. you know, or just a, a, or a brand new car in a multi-million dollar home. Won't open the doors of one of their churches to the community yeah. in a time of need. That's problematic. Oh, Talking to you, Joel Olstein, who oh, wouldn't yeah. let the people in New Orleans go into your church. Oh, yeah. No, it, and that shows their true colors. Yeah. It really does. And and the end of this just shows her true colors. That her, she's basically surrounded by her daughter and her son. Yeah. And, but her and the son, son he's, he's, he's out, in and out of it. Out of it. But the daughter is full in. Yeah. Um. So basically because we're running on 50 minutes at this point, this where mm-hmm. we have the helicopter crash. Yeah. And basically this kills Gwen and her husband. Her husband was piloting the or airplane. Yeah. It wasn't a helicopter. No, right? it was, a, it was yeah. a small airplane. Yeah, small engine airplane. And there were a uh, husband and wife. And there was, the husband was from the leadership group. There was a few other um, leaders in there. And her daughter's... Husband, her son-in-law, mm-hmm. was one of those yeah. that died. So now the daughter's trying to run the church. And the daughter lost her husband, mm-hmm. and she also lost a child that no one in the church refuses to talk about. Yeah. Like, she, I don't even know if her daughter was allowed to mourn the loss of that of who, that child. Who knows? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, who who really knows? So now her daughter's trying to run this all out. Yeah. Trying to do all of the damage control with the documentary. The documentary is interesting because the documentary comes right out like every documentary and says, look, we tried to contact these people and, uh, you know, they would not talk to us. They wouldn't return our calls. They wouldn't do anything. And then what's funny is, is the documentary comes out and then, of course, Remnant yep. has the the um, the response to the right. documentary, and they're like, "Well, you know, they didn't try to contact us. They didn't try to, you know, yeah. uh, they they didn't give us a platform to talk about this, that, or the other thing." And it's just like, mm. yeah. yeah, I don't know. The, the and again, documentary is like we made several attempts, yeah. and then two weeks before the the end of the filming of the documentary, they get a response yeah. from Remnant Fellowship. Well, and the thing and it's is, like, is, really? No, but this is what happens when you exist in a closed society. When you're in a closed society, like, they can get away with that bullshit with their members. Right, Because yes. their members just soak it all up. Yeah. Same thing with Scientology. Yep. It's the same thing with all of them. Mm-hmm. They all have this in common because the closed society is exactly what it is. It's closed. Right. It's no different than North Korea. Mm-hmm. And like you don't, you can't understand what North Korea is like until you speak to someone from North Korea, and they tell you, like, look, we don't even know that there's another internet. Yeah, we don't even know that there's this and that. Like, it just we don't know. Right, we're closed off. Mm-hmm. It's not 
like here where we're open to all of this stuff right, and we yeah. can see it moving. They're just closed. And it's the same thing with this. You got people, like I said, they go to church. It's with their own members. They get the tire change. It's with their own members. Yeah. It's with everybody. Yeah. They don't leave remnant. Everything no. is remnant. Yeah. And, and now you get to this point where your leader now dies yeah. and you can see just the fall down of it. Because if you pull down remnant fellowship church, it's all Gwen. Yeah. It's all, all Gwen. Gwen. Yep. And I mean, you're talking about a person who died. Um, oh, when did she pass away? I don't have we the, were, yes, uh, 2021. May 29th, 2021. Yeah. You know, so this is. Which coincidentally was the day that the, the girl, girl was from outside the church married the, yeah. the kid from inside the church. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but you have a year later and this church still has her name plastered. Oh, yeah. All over the place. She's all over the, yeah. the Way Down website. Everywhere. Everything. Everywhere. Yeah. Like I said, you, you pull up the website and it's just. Right when you pull it up, her face is yep. right up there. Mm -hmm. You would think she's still alive and running it the yeah. way they, they have yep. it set up. I mean, and, it does say on the top of it in memoriam, but yeah. her picture is still everywhere. It's her words everywhere. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but they were talking in the documentary. She supposedly did like twice weekly sermons mm -hmm. and they were saying it was like three hours yeah. of service and they were sh sharing like, sermons in the documentary. Yeah. I couldn't have lasted 15, maybe 20 minutes because it was very scattered. And I'm like, yeah. this, this is your, this is your leader, your leader. <laughs> this is your faith leader yeah. who can, who jumps from topic to topic. I, I can't, recall one sentence that actually made sense because she changed her her tack halfway through a sentence yeah. into another one yeah and i'm like it's like squirrel yeah like, yeah yeah how do you how do you sign up for that no wonder and then they expect the children to not say or do anything for that three hours yeah well what the hell I mean, at least if you were somewhat engaging. There's people that get fidgety watching Lord of the Rings, and that's actually interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I have to tell you, as soon as she starts talking, I'm off. My switch is off because I'm like, I Yeah, but can't. I'll say it like I say it with all these cults. You're not the demographic I'm they're not, going I after. I never, I never would have been one allowed in the door. No. I no. would have had to sign up immediately for a way down workshop yeah and i would have to lose all my weight for 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 god for him for him she says it's yeah. for him so but now, really it's for her let's get into the popularity of it because i mean even this is questionable her book mm -hmm. on amazon so basically your average popular diet book i, che I checked a few okay. out so i checked out like dr oz's book mm -hmm. and um some of the more like popular like paleo and keto mm -hmm. books and stuff like that. Right. Those diet books on average, the biggies, yeah, will have anywhere from three thousand to about ten thousand reviews. Okay. How many do you think her book has? Her main popular book. 
I'm going to go with not that many because her... Like I said, anywhere between 3,000 to, to 10,000 reviews. That's I'm going to say a couple hundred. 550-ish. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say because that's not her audience. Her audience is Remnant Fellowship. No. She's not branching out. That's what I'm out. getting at. Yeah. Like when you build this group and you have thousands yeah. of people, yep. you can crank out like these weird kind of numbers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and like I said, the, the whole press thing... That was her going on the offensive because of her whole Trinity controversy. Yes. So this is where I have to say, like, she was smart. She knew what she was doing mm -hmm. because she started Remnant, made that big announcement of the Trinity. The whole church is like, the whole church community and culture is like, whoa, we're on. out. Hold on a second. And she's at that same time saying, you know what? We got to ratchet up these TV spots. Yep. Because then they can talk as loud as they want, but they're not as loud as this. Right, yes. And she, she knew that. And that's, you know, that's when you saw her with, you know, all the talk shows and getting on, you know, because she was on the Today Show. She was, oh, she was on, on, like, everything. all. And that's why I got to laugh because, like, I don't remember a fucking bit of that. None of it. Of course, I might have been, I might have, but I don't think I would have forgotten the hair. No. You know, that's the no, thing. No, you don't. Like, but here's the thing, though. At the time. <laughs> In yeah. the, her hair didn't get large and in charge until like <laughs> well into the 2000s. Yeah. So when she was doing her press junkets in the late 90s, she still had yeah. normalish hair. Yeah, even hair. there, I, I just don't see it that it's even normal. But the fitting end of this, and I think this is where you can sum up Gwen Shamblin, is when she died, her will. Mm -hmm. left nothing to Remnant Church. Oh, I'm not at all I, I read that. I, I forget where I read it, but I read it. It went to her children, I right? read it on one of the links. I, it didn't get into the details, but they just said, notingly, the will left nothing to the church. Yeah. And that's all, at the end of the day, that's all you need to hear. Yeah. It's like this family, this church can speak on her behalf all they want. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when that she died, didn't mean Jack to her. It's during her life, everything was trademarked to her. Yes. Yep. All the training materials, yep. all that stuff, mm -hmm. trademarked to her. She might have had remnant on there, but it was trademarked her first. Yes. It was Gwen Shamblin, then the church right. on everything. Yes. Yep. And and then when she dies. The moment where it doesn't mean anything to you, if you're a, a person of faith, mm -hmm. all this stuff can go wherever it wants. You don't care. Right. Yeah. If you follow the scripture, you have to live that way. Yeah. It says it right in the book. Give up all of your stuff. You don't yeah. need it. You just need God. You just need Jesus. Right. And she, nope, didn't give it to the church at all. Not one item of the will was addressed to remnant church. Which is freaking hilarious to me. Yeah. But I will say, uh, you are able to access hours of free content mm -hmm. and encouragement through their social media channels. Yes, yes. You can join their Facebook community, visit mm -hmm. their YouTube channel, listen to Way Down Radio, all for free, guys. Way Down Radio. But if you want to actually like do the program, you can subscribe to Way Down TV which gives you streaming access to all the way down classes, Gwen's Desert Oasis keynote talks. 
You can overcome shows, Mm -hmm. testimonies, troubleshooting tips, talks for kids and teens, uplifting music and concerts, content (laughs) to help with anxiety and depression, and so much more for the bargain price of $19.99 a month. Or... You can join a single class. Begin a self-guided 8 to 10 week online class to learn how to transfer the love of food or any addiction into a love for God. Whether you're just starting out or if you're a longtime participant, there's a class for you. Learn about our classes. $69.99. You get Way Down Basics. Brand new participant classes, the revolution class, returning to the way down classes, Exodus out of Egypt, the change series, intermediate, the next step after way down basics classes. You get the breakthrough series with advanced participants who need a strong restart. restart. I love how we bash these cults, but then we give them promos at the end. (laughs) We do it with everyone. Greed exposure logo, greed exposure, <laughs> uh, revolutionize your finances classes, history of the one true God, in-depth study of the love of God classes, yeah. and legend to the treasure series, and advanced find out what you truly treasure. And then they get into her books. She's got the Way Down Diet that she wrote in 1997, yeah, the tablet in 2014, God-fearing families in 2017, and Way Down Works in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing you get for free, guys, is Facebook, Way Down Radio, and YouTube. Right. Everything else, dollar dollar bills, please. I'm curious about Way Down Radio, and the worst part is is I'd have to pay a monthly subscription for it. I can't do it. No, no. The Way Down Radio is free. What is that? iHeartRadio? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to find that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I can know, bag man. people on who would listen to that, but there's people who listen to this show, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, we're I mean, also... I'm not, I'm not we're, selling you anything either. Exactly. It's a, well, hey we guys. just did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. we didn't sell them anything of ours. No, I, this is definitely, like, at the end of the day, you have to call this a cult. Yeah. yeah. And and this is where I just, I, I really encourage people to look outside your box once in a while. Yeah. Because everybody could sit there and say, oh, I'm never getting something like that. But then I look in things they're in and I'm like, you're in the same fucking thing. Right. You just yeah. don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And the ingredients that to me are isolation from the outside world. Yes. If you're isolated. Yep. In which you may seem to think you have an open mind, but here's the test to see if you have an open mind. Just go and walk around and talk to people. And if you go throughout the day and you feel pissed off that fucking everybody's a fucking idiot and that you, you know, you don't understand anybody and, or, or you're or above. Nobody understands you. Nobody yeah. understands you and you're, but there's a good chance you're in a closed, you're, you're isolated yes. from the outside world. Yeah. You're in a closed system. Yeah. If you're cutting off contact with family members, mm-hmm. you're you're in a cult. I would also... Also, if you have this belief in a singular path to whether it's a church-type cult to heaven mm-hmm. or to this, um, not euphoric spot, but just a um, uh, utopian end... 
you know, if you have this singular path to it, because that's the thing, there's not one path to anything. No, there's multiple paths to things. And the reason for those multiple paths is so you can meet different people. Yeah. You it's like need even, to meet different people. Like I'm going to drop the, the whole bombshells race. It's like, ah, racist, this racist, that it's like, there's so much to learn from even the people that you despise. Yes. I, you I'm going need to, to be, be able so to have a conversation with somebody that you despise. You need to have that, you that ability. You also because you need will to learn. be able to have a conversation with someone whose ideas differ from yours. That, and if yeah. you can't support your argument <laughs> and you and your only response is, well, this is just what's right. Or you're a racist or this, uh, yeah. or, you know. You need you, to ask yourself some hard and serious questions mm-hmm. like... How did you yeah. get there? What makes yeah. you so certain? Or if your reply is you're a heathen. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not just applying it to a single mm-hmm. group. There, there's enough people swimming in these pots Yeah, to, to call them all what they are. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is you, you can't just have your your little narrow lane that you stay no. in. It's even like, oh, when I hear people that are just like, oh, yeah, you know, when I go outside, I just get anxiety. It's like, why do you want that weakness in your life? Why people, are you so anxious? And people, what about being outside is making you anxious? Yeah, what is scaring you out there? Yeah, that's what you got to confront. I got to tell you, you know, they tell you you walk past X amount of numbers of serial killers throughout <laughs> your life, and you know what? I still go outside. I yeah, still do things. Yeah. When I walk the dog, guess what? I don't take pepper spray. No, I don't even take my phone. No, it's... I take my dog, and we go for a walk. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? I've died not one time. No deaths? Not one time. <laughs> Have I tripped and twisted my ankle a couple times? Yeah, yeah. but that's really more because I just wasn't watching where I was going and the sidewalk's not even. But, it, you know, if, if you characterize X people in your life as mm-hmm. bad. Yes. And, you know, you just are surrounded by this control and abuse mm-hmm. of people. And if, uh, if, if you can't hang out with anybody that's not in your purview of how your 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 view of the world is yes it you need to re-examine yourself if i mean you it's can't just even stand to listen to someone have a differing view from yours yeah. that's less of an issue with that other person and more of an issue with you you've got to ask yourself what's so wrong with hearing the other side that's how you grow yeah, yeah. oddly enough that is how you grow. It's no, not you, by shutting it off you and have just to, having this. This is the what, only thing I can hear. It's the only thing I can see. This is it. This is all I can have. What makes you grow is learning what you don't know. Yes. It's literally yes. that simple. Mm-hmm. It, it is that simple. And and that's where, like I said, I love this idea when we started it of doing cult of the month. Yes. Because I think this is a way where I'm not, I th- think there is a way, I hope. This is where I put my hope into God that yes. like with this show, I'd like to be the, the, the informative things of the weird. I'd like, like when people say like strike a match. Yeah. But when people say like, oh, you know, what's your podcast about? I say, really, if you're into weird stuff and you want to know where they came from, yeah. how they came to be, yeah. we're your bread and butter. Right. Yes. I used to say all the time, but it's like, you know, we're not going to teach you how to survive in the world, though. you know? No. And then. And then I noticed as we started talking about a lot of these old things, I say it 
almost every episode. It just like it amazes me how we haven't changed as a species. Not even and, a little. And that kind of <laughs> helps though, because like the reactions that were done in witch trials in England, yeah, and these vampire huntings like back in the day, it's still applicable, but just has a different label. Right? On. Yeah. You know, like but, we're not throwing the mustard seeds on the ground <laughs> of the deceased so that the vampire <laughs> is compelled to pick them all up. We're not burying people yeah, with a lemon, yeah. but. The next funeral we go to, I yeah. just want to drop a lemon. A lemon, yeah. In there, yeah. Just, just feel. It. She loved citrus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want her to forget. <laughs> but cult of the month to me was this opportunity to a tell you about these things. Like yes. you know, if for some reason you're looking into this stuff, maybe you need to hear the other side of it. Yeah, but also. Maybe just flip a little switch on and say, you know what? Maybe this thing that I see a friend going through mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the way down right. or Heaven's Gate or Nexium, right. but I see them going through this. Maybe here's the thing. And this is why I talked about the substance abuse and anxiety and stuff. Mm -hmm. Talk to them. Yeah. Don't, don't say you're in a cult. No. Don't say you're in this or that. No. But like just truly, genuinely ask are you okay? What's wrong? And then here's the best thing you can do. Shut up. And listen. And just listen. Mm. Nod your head. I understand. Should we make that a rule? You listen? Know, we'll sit on it. We'll have to I think about say, it. Because I gotta say, I think but, that might be my favorite. But I just, no, and, and that's where I find people that get along with everybody, that's their number one trait. I mean, yeah. and you and I, we can talk. We can what? talk our asses off. And I mean, we got to show where we talk because we do. We just are that talkative. But but you and I both have those traits. Like we go into the room, we have that one person that confides us and everything. Or if oh we're my at God, the bar. They tell you like the worst thing the ever. The worst thing and that ever like... happened to them. But here's the thing. It's because we listen. Yeah. Maintain eye contact. Mm -hmm. Don't be judgmental. No. Don't be condescending either, though. No. Because that's just as bad as being judgmental, by the way. Yes. Um, Maybe even worse. Yeah, I think it is. It's the passive way of being a fucking douchebag, in my opinion. Yes. But, yes. The, but just get the respect to listen. Get mm -hmm. the respect. And if you have some, some decent advice, just say, look, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you how to do it. But this is kind of how I, I would see this or yeah. how I would approach mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And- it's the typical, I hate to throw the religious connotation on it, but it's been religion month, which you're going to find out real soon. And Good fries. Yeah. And, and the fact is, is you either hand someone a fish every day or you teach them how to fish. Right. It's yes. that simple. Yes. With people that have problems. Yes. And if you hand a fish to them, you're not helping them. No. You're not helping them because now they expect you to bail to them out the fish. every single mm -hmm. time, every single day. They're not figuring out. They're just, it's like the dog. The dog's a great example. Five o'clock comes. I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you. It, no, it's, it's by the minute. is perfect. It's by the minute, but we haven't taught Pretty him. Pretty sure I'm starving. But we haven't taught him how to eat, you know, or provide food for himself. No. So he's in this relationship of dire trust in us yes. you know can i have food now yeah. <laughs> suppers please please i've been patient all day mostly yeah <laughs> but that's that's the tough part of it yeah and and that's where these cult cult of the month bits 
I hope I hope we get that across. I, I hope really at do. the very least your takeaway is you start to give things the sniff test. Like you yes. don't just jump in. You don't just dive in. You actually yeah. take a second, think about it. Yeah. Think it through. Yep. And then go, aha, I got it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that because that's bad for me. Yeah. And you move on. Here's a question yes. that that I do. Mm-hmm. And I relate it to like if I'm if I'm offered a zero percent interest uh credit line. Right. Or something. On a particular And it's for six months, twelve months on a purchase. Mm-hmm. My first question every time, do I get penalized for paying early? Right. And that's what you have to say with these groups right. that you get involved. What am I happens? Gonna get penalized am, for am I going to get penalized? Early? No, when I leave. <laughs> yeah. When I leave yep. early, what happens? Yep. That's what you should ask all these groups you're getting into. Yes. If I want to leave this group, if I don't want to do it anymore, right? What happens? What happens? Are we still friends? Yeah. Can we still hang out? Yes. Will I be able to see you? Can I even say your name? Yeah. Can I Can say I your still name be out friends loud? With you on Facebook? Am I going to get <laughs> smeared on social media yeah. and all that stuff? Are you going to start a hate site? I hate site? to say it, but we're at this position we where are. you have to ask these yep. type of questions. Yep. And and that's what, yeah, I hope I hope these kind of cult of the month episodes give people that. Yes. That kind of where, wherewithal to, that moment to of think pause. about that stuff. Yeah. yeah just pause. Mm-hmm. It's, that's been one of my greatest gifts my whole life mm-hmm. is when something crazy happens, I don't just react. I pause quick. Yeah. It's real quick. Mm-hmm. You don't even know it. Yeah. But there is a pause there where I'm just kind of calculating very quickly. Yeah. Like, is, Wait this, a second. is this the right, you know, and then even <laughs> yeah. if I go too far, you're the best. I'll turn to you and be like, you know, I'm thinking of doing this and you'll do the, are you sure you want to do that? And that's when I know that it's probably not a good opportunity <laughs> for me to do something My like favorite that. was... Do you really think that's in your best interest? Yeah, that's another And then one. you you turn and you go. No. No. No, it's not. No. Now that you say it like that, it's not. No, no. <laughs> and sometimes you can be that person for someone else. Yeah. And, and it's all that you have simple. To, it's that easy. It really is. It it's took that like simple. zero effort on my part. I mean, yeah. I listened. No, it cost you it cost you listening, which was maybe ten seconds. It cost you three seconds saying that. Mm-hmm. It cost me five seconds to register. So in 20 seconds, yeah. you could be a great friend and Crisis save someone. Averted. Yeah. Yep. And then if they do fuck up, you could just say, hey, I asked if that was in your best interest. I mean. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. you can't tell people what to do. No, that's why, that's why I. You got to have everybody think their way out of anytime it. Anytime you ask me something like that. Yeah. That's why I respond the way I do, because I can't make that decision well, for and, you, and, and I won't. And this is where I think it's... And I vice def- versa. You do the same thing back to me. Yeah, but I see anxiety and depression and all that stuff. That's definitely like a single person's game, because you don't have that other person to kind of bounce things right. off of. Right, yes. And, I, and, and also just other problems. Like, I had real rage and anger issues when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And even up till like, the middle parts of my life, I just had a hard time dealing with it. But just you existing alone helps that. Because, like, anytime I get mad now, I'm like, nope, I don't want to put Jen through that. Mm-hmm. That's my medicine now for that. Right. And putting you through it wouldn't be, like, 
bailing me out of jail. It's more like, I don't want you going through it. Like you're going to walk through the store and they're going to be like, that's, that's the girl. She's with that guy that remember psycho. Remember the guy, remember the guy that picked up that dude and threw him into the cooler at the grocery store. She's with him. You know, psycho cooler dude. That's psycho cooler dude's girl. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that? What's that say about her? Remember that guy that just beat the living shit out of that other guy. (laughs) That's her. She's with him. No. You know, I just couldn't do it. Like that right there is Yeah, my... but it might actually give me a little bit of street cred. <laughs> they might that's... be like, hey, if she can hang out with guy throwing cooler yeah, I mean, dude, geez, you know. maybe we shouldn't mess with her. But no, but that's my reason not to get angry anymore. Yeah. Period. Like I just won't get angry. I I, I refuse to do it because I don't wanna I don't wanna put you through it. So well, thank you. Well, I prefer th- to not go through it thank if I don't you. Have a- thank you. It's made my life a lot more peaceful. Well, hey, yeah. happy to oblige. Now I have my car moments or there's other times where I hike in the woods and I'll just grab a stick and beat a fucking tree because it feels good. I do that. So- <laughs> and then I apologize to the tree and I'm like, yeah, you know, you're good. Super sorry. Just yeah. whacked you wicked hard. Yeah. This is the only with a part of you. This is the only time I'll do it. <laughs> I'll pick another tree next time, you know. <laughs> I promise. I promise. I promise. Keeping tabs on all yous. It'll be another time. So I move to a different forest. But yeah, uh, that about wraps Cult of the Month this month. Yeah. Like I said, we're on the holiday or the um, uh, spiritual and faith based month. Faith based month. Yeah. In celebration of Easter. Yes. 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 So what do we got next week? Angels. Angels. Yeah. Guys. Guys. I'm really excited. I'm very excited for angels. I'm excited about my source. Yes. Who is it? It's Rosemary Ellen Guiley. It is. She wrote an encyclopedia on angels, so she's not forever associated with demons and demonology. I feel like I now have the light to counteract the dark. She's going to help you out. I'm I'm pretty excited. She's gonna bring you around now. Full I circle. hope so. Yeah. I hope so. But I will say, how many times have I referred back to her? Yeah. She's been oh no, she's wonderful. Been a cornerstone of yeah. the show. Thanks, Rosemary. Danka. Thank you so much for being you. Yeah. And uh, for doing the work. Cause no, we're I, not. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Angels episode because I think this is another chance where we can kind of show people. There's more to something than we originally think. Yeah. Yeah. Transformers. Angel story is pretty, pretty amazing. Just the stories of people that refer to angels. Yeah. I'm always amazed. And this is when I was through my heavy atheistic agnostic times. It was hard to deny the person that would be dead or go through a lot of trauma uh, most recent thing that comes to mind, you were watching something on TV. I can't remember where it was, which streaming service it was or show, but it was that woman in the car and uh, the meth. It was like three people all cranked out on meth. I think it was two dudes and a chick and they just beat the living snot out of her. And, uh, and she talked about seeing an angel and like pulling her through the whole thing. Yeah. And those stories to me have always been super revealing because you can't take that away from them. I survived, did a series called The Other Side. Yeah. About people who had near-death experiences. It's crazy. 
I highly recommend it. Yeah. It was very, I mean, very if, intriguing. If you're agnostic, the atheists, I don't really want to have the conversation to because I understand it. You just get stubborn in your ways. The agnostic ones, though, really check something like that out that's yeah. special. And yeah. the thing is, is I remember talking to somebody, and I'm going to bring up that story next week of a conversation I had with somebody that just blew my mind. And the thing is, like, I couldn't take it away from that person. No. Like, it was literally... It's their truth. It's down to their core. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like I said, that, that woman with her story where, yeah. I mean, they just beat her to inches of her life. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that kept her going through. Mm-hmm. And all of those stories, super religious after. Yes. Massively religious. Yeah. You know, just wearing the cross and just, you know, in... And, and that's, that's stuff you have to kind of wrap your head around. And I can't wait to talk about stuff like that next week. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. So rule number one. No VG boards. Two. No dolls. Three. No keeps, man. Four. No blood rituals. Five. No cults, satanic or otherwise. No. Lose weight for yourself, not for God. Yes. Six. No apathy. You need to act to help enact a positive change in the world. And in keeping with this, um, I, I post it on my site, but you can find it very easily on Facebook. There's a group called Big Fluffy Dogs uh, Rescue. Yeah. Yeah. Five bucks. That's all you got to do. They've got mm-hmm. the PayPal link up. It's on several of their posts. Yeah, they're a good bunch. It's a simple, easy thing to do. And right now they are being hit hard because it's puppy season. Yeah. And they take in hoarding cases. They take in, they, they take took in, in a bunch of animals from that were displaced during the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. You know They're, what I think we should do? I think we should talk to them and see uh, if we can get some information that'll go to, you know, how right, we can yeah. tell people to help them directly. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's something I'd, like to do and I, I say highly recommend it yeah um, there is a post it's uh two little puppies uh sierra and savannah they were i'm, I'm going to give you the nice version they were tortured and they had to have surgery to help correct the issues that were done to them and those surgeries are very expensive and yeah. that group could use Every penny helps. No, they're a good group. Yeah, definitely. We'll. I'm gonna put some notes to reach out yeah. to them because I got a couple days off and okay. see if we can get just a nice concrete link or something like that, and right. we'll put it in the show notes yep. and stuff like that. So um, number seven. Number seven. Don't let the black-eyed children in. Yeah. Nope. I got rule number eight. What is it? Listen to someone you love. Okay. I'm just. No, gonna, you know no, what? We'll change. Just that. listen. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all it takes. Just listen. That's it. All right. All right. We'll see what the ring is with it next week. We I like it. take it off. No, I like it. Two more. Yeah. Two and more then we'll and then we'll have ten. We'll have ten. And then we can print magic up. Number and we'll then print up our ten commandments. Out comes the swag, baby. <laughs> Out comes the swag. Coffee mugs, t-shirts. Coffee mugs, t-shirts. Hoodies, yeah. you name it, we Beanies. got it. Yeah. Yep. I don't know, man. We'll That's some... an awful lot of stuff to put on a beanie. Yeah, we'll probably just have whatever, man. That'd be great. <laughs> 
O T H what, man? What's off me? Oh, the what? <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening, folks. We love you. Have a um, have a wonderful day, a lovely week, and make good choices. Take care.